The scene fades in, and we find ourselves at Athena's secret thinking spot, the constant rush of water omnipresent in the scene. Where is Athena seated right now? Athena's head is resting against a mossy rock. She's just kind of laying on the ground, looking at the water. It's nice. It's loud. These rocky outcroppings removed from the gaze of anyone who might happen to wander by. We see she has some supplies for maybe a a slightly more extended stay than an hour or two. Drinks, some half-open but seldom-touched bags of chips, holding a sparkler and wiggling it through the air. She saw so many of them. I don't think she bothered to turn on the string lights, though. Generator's too noisy. I know I said the waterfall was noisy, but it's different noise. She rolls over to grab another swig off of a nearby bottle, a nice blue. There's a voice that comes from somewhere behind you, soft but somehow still resonant enough to be heard over the crashing water nearby. I hope I am not interrupting you. Oh, no, I love when people show up at a secret spot that I thought I'd be alone at, and I'm just having a super chill, normal time here. There's a flutter, and then a soft cloud of moths materializes into a figure standing several feet away, pouring into itself like water into a glass. And then Halarishi is standing there with his gleaming orange eyes on the back of Sikumans. I don't believe I have ever seen you in such a state. Dot, dot, dot. What does this mean? It's like an ellipsis. Is that it? No. Yes. It's fine. It's just, I, I, I assume you've seen me in all states. Never this one. Listen, I'm fine. You, it's all good. How did you find me? There's a pause as Halarishi stares at you. Dot, dot, dot. Hmm. Real quick with the context clues there. Well, I might be unlearned, but I'm not stupid. I wouldn't call you either. Mm. As Athena is talking a little bit more feistily, we do see some trickles of orange cori leaking out her mouth. Gaseous, it dissipates quickly once it's out of her, but there is a slight rattle that she feels in her lungs, and it she's not used to that yet. Halarishi brightens a little bit as he notices this, and there's a beat of silence. And what is the source of this vapor escaping from your mouth? Um, I don't, the uh, low-grade folia, maybe. I don't know. I breathe in a lot of stuff at the alloy. I was down there longer than I thought I'd be. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I just breathe out some orange. It's fine. Have you noticed any other side effects? Any changes? Yeah, I can't move my arm anymore because it seems like I can't really control Corey good or well at all right now. Halarishi. I had to bring a lighter to light this fucking sparkler because every time I try to I try to get a little, you know, a little something going, it feels like my veins are full of spikes. And then I breathe out some orange. I can't do it anymore. And I trust you have brought this to the attention of your doctor and friend? Somewhat. Hmm. 
That is unfortunate. I'm sorry that this is the case. And it has impacted your ability to... Live? Well, that, but... Exist? Your companion? Vi, I believe their name was... Vi got kind of hurt while I was down there. I, I don't know anything about, you know, how to help. If she just needs time, I don't, I don't know, but I can't. <laughs> I, I can't really control metal worth a, worth a damn anymore. I have, to, I probably had to install stuff in my arm to make it move and it doesn't even move as good. I see. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. For the time being, at least, be more conscientious of throwing yourself into dangerous situations. It's not going to go looking for them. They usually just find me. Yes, and in this case, you may need to leave them instead of confronting them head on. You will have to fight against your instincts. Do you have other resources that you can tap into to address this? Anyone of whom you might ask questions? I do. You are clever. I am sure you will come up with a solution. And if I can be of assistance, you will let me know I trust. I think you have enough on your plate. Not too much to offer help to a friend. You have done many things to assist me as well whether intentional or not. Mm. And I hope it is not lost on you that the success of this endeavor is also being continuously molded by you and your actions. So it benefits all of us if you are in peak condition. Rishi, I might never get back to peak. I don't know. No, you don't. So neither should you assume that you cannot. Your attitude, your perspective, and how you approach these situations can be just as important as the actual solution. What are you doing out here? Uh, having a vigil. They didn't have a proper funeral, so I'm just doing something. I see. I just didn't want to be around other Everybody just looks at me like there's something wrong with me and they don't know what to do around me. Can you blame them? No. That's why I went to go be alone so they wouldn't have to worry about it and I wouldn't have to worry about it. Well, I seem to have disrupted your plan most spectacularly. No, it's fine. She says, rubbing her temples and wrenching herself up from her moss pillow. You are not entirely wrong. They are worried about you. I've just... I don't... Was it Isaac? I know I haven't been to prison in a couple days, but... No, it is your mechanic friend, Pavi, who makes the pleasant sounds. Yeah, she does. She is, um... understandably concerned, but I believe I understand how you feel as well. It took me a very long time by myself to reach a point where I was capable of function. How long? Would it be disappointing if I told you I do not know? No. Then I do not know. My sense of time has always been poor. 
I mean, if you don't have a little calendar for the mods to look at, probably tough. How could I keep one around? They would probably eat the paper. Couldn't you just tell them not to? Yes, I knew I was attempting humor. I seem to have failed. No, that was very good. It is not my strong suit. Perhaps there is something to be desired with the delivery. It's hard when you got so many mouths. What, what, what? What do I even do with myself? I, I'm just... I just... I don't know. I just feel like an oyster with nothing in the middle. I don't... I just feel like everything's scooped out of me and everything's left is either sad or angry. And I don't know what to do about any of it. So I just keep doing a lot of stuff. And hoping something feels good. Sometimes you need to feel bad so it will go away. Keeping busy can take you far, but it is not always the solution. I, uh... I could not silence my voices. But that's sort of how I got to be who I am. So these... These events, these changes, they define who we are, in a way, even if we do not wish them to. You cannot always control how you feel, but you can control what you do. And what you do, and your choices, well, perhaps it is cliche to say they make you who you are. What if their roles were exchanged? What if you had died and you knew that your friend, the one that you cared for, was treating himself so poorly. <sighs> Do you think he would be happy? No, I think he'd get it, though. To be sure, finding the line between what someone you respect wanted and what you desire is not an easy search. But I believe it is what gives us purpose. At least it did in my case. I know I've been a bit more distant past couple months. It was taking me a little while to parse out how I felt about things. I should be so angry at you about Joel, but I'm not. I'm not. And I'm just, I just, I just, I just miss so many people. And I think you get that. I don't want to be angry at you because I know you're trying to be like you're actively doing things to help people and so so am I and I think so I just don't I don't know who to be angry at because it all literally he's dead and one of the people that made him killed him a bit of himself just skewered him through his chest how am I supposed to feel about that? Bad, I think. Halarishi's form ripples and gets smaller until he, he's more like a small pile on the ground that sort of builds up a little bit more, sitting more at your eye level. I think feeling bad is a reasonable reaction to what you have experienced. I have often wondered that you do not hate me for what I have done. For what I have taken from you personally, from the pain that I have caused you through my action and inaction, you are a remarkable individual. I mean, 
I don't know if understanding motives or the context behind happenings makes it easier to deal with. I do understand what you mean, as I... I lost everything. By choice, it was my choice, and similar to what you describe, I was the one who did it. I put my figurative hand through the chest of everything I ever knew. Joel wanted us to, to come together. I know that because I, I know that he did, he did what was necessary, what was decided because he was a man of honor and his work. But it is not what he would have done on his own. I believe that is why he did it, because he did not trust himself to make that decision alone. So that's why he was linked up with everybody? Accountability? I think that is part of it, but not the sole answer. It gave them the strength necessary to do what needed to be done. We draw strength and conviction from those around us. Yeah. Our beliefs, our ideologies, the things that shape who we are and our choices. I believe that although you do not appreciate his choice for what it was, he made it with the best intention and saving what mattered most to him. Would you not have done the same? Thrown yourself into harm's way to protect those that you love? I have seen you do it many times. Yeah, but he's so little. And what does size have to do with anything? He just looked small at the end. That's all. Hollery, she had sort of flared his form up a little bit, but it filters back down when he hears your voice again. I... Yes, of, of course. I understand. Hmm. Hmm. Did Joel have a name back in the soup? No, none of us did. That was the point. We were part of a one. There was no need for names. We had roles, jobs, functions, assignments, as your body has parts, the hand, the head, the legs. What part was Shadow Man? The fingers? A herald. That's not a body part. Then yes, the fingers. Or is he a mouth? Or is he... The fingers and the mouth. Oh, both he at could, once? He could reach, he could speak. He extended the reach. Was the plan really just to assimilate everything? Is that just what they thought was going to happen? Obviously, Joel was worried about it enough to take care of business. You know what he told me? That fucker had the audacity to tell me when he was saying goodbye that he couldn't bring me any souvenirs because he was going to be traveling light. And you believe this to be an attempt at humor? Or? He like, it was probably really funny to him. Perhaps he was coping with a poor situation that he was not excited for. Yeah, probably. That I cannot answer. My own recollection from that time is sparse now. Some of the pieces drift away so quickly. But 
I remember growing over time, becoming more aware of ourselves. And the more that we grew, the more that we gathered, assimilated, the more function was retained, the more awareness came in bits and pieces. I couldn't tell you from where, but it is what made us who we were. So I believe the idea was that by continuing to grow, to gather, so would we, so would I, it. I don't mind telling you that it is difficult to think about in that context. Right, sorry. That is not a rebuttal or a rebuke, simply a statement of fact. I guess I don't know what all my cells are doing at any given time. Probably repairing things I've done to it. Your analogy is not without merit. The Shadow Man, as we call him, and Joel had the same function. To extend the reach, assimilate. And now it seems, so do you. In your own way. I'm going to be looking for Shadow Man. I would guess that you will find them. Yeah, probably. They are, in a way, my kin, or they were, part of me, as I was part of them. But you will do what needs to be done, always, and I will help you however I can. I need you to teach me how you killed Joel. Hollery, she says nothing, but the moths all pulse and vibrate together. Almost a musical note. When you are feeling more capable, more like yourself, I will teach you what I know. If that is what you wish. I've just got a lot of feelings, and I'd rather direct them at somebody who deserves it. Mm. Or at least be prepared to. I'm not out here to spread Entropy. I'm just... We know he's a problem. And nobody else is going to do anything about it. Because either they don't know, or they they don't... They just don't. Rishi, I don't know what to do. All we can do is our best. And to follow our hearts and think about what is right. This... I did never expected this to happen the way it has. Prism with the Prisme, the friend Isaac, our friend Isaac. That makes her smile a little bit. I did my best to gather them, but it was not until you came along that we were able to make such progress. I'm just a tenacious little fucker. I think what I am trying to say is that the future is unknown. Sometimes... Our allies and our enemies are not what we expect them to be, and that we grow and change in unexpected ways. So even when we are set in our convictions, we could still be wrong. You showed me that I was mistaken, Adina. Dead set though I was that I was doing the right thing, that I was honoring Joel Shin's memory, what he wanted. But it was not what I wanted. And he is no longer here to decide. His choice is ours. 
I do not defend the Shadowman. But if what they have experienced is as varied and confusing as what I have, I cannot help but wonder. Mm. But I, I will teach you what you ask. Because it is better to make a poor choice than be the victim of someone else's. Welcome back to Neon Heat, everybody. Music this episode was by Crockett, who you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.bandcamp.com. You can find us on Twitter at RPG for You and Me. You can find myself on all socials at You See the Hat. And you can also find us at patreon.com slash RPG for You and Me. Our $10 and up tiers gain entry into a play-by-post game on the server that we're running. It's set in Toshi, and it's uh, about five years before the start of Neon Heat. We just recently got off to a start, and uh, boy, howdy, am I looking forward to see where it goes. And I would love to say thank you to some of these patrons in the game. Thank you to Chase, Valentine, Ezra, and Nakoda. Thank you so much for the support. And thank you also to Caleb Sunstead, Jackie, Zach, Ben Hatton, Paxton, Gerald, Alex, and Davriel. Your continuing support makes it easier for us to make every new episode for you, so thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And of course, Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. We'll see you tomorrow.